Welcome to MishnahStudy.com. This is Jesse Selm. Together we're studying Masechet Berachot. We're up to Perakeh Al Chadalit. Over here we're going to speak about the Hazan during Birkat Kohanim. Ha'avel ifnei teva lo ya'ani achar Kohanim amen mipnei teruf. Imen sham Kohen elahu lo yisad kapav. Ve'im haftahato hi shehu nosed kapav ve'chozel litfilato rashai. Right. So. Continuing on a similar thread where last Mishnah we spoke about a Hazan, over here also we're going to speak about the Hazan plus additions of Kwanim and who are allowed to participate. Now, as an introduction, Rambam introduces it, he elaborates on the, the procession of Birkat Kwanim, what exactly it is. And he says, Birkat Kwanim, what do we do? That the Kwanim stand next to the Hechal in the Bet Knesset. They turn their faces to face the nation with their backs towards the Hechal. The Shaliyah Tzibur, the Hazan, faces the Kwanim face to face now. And he reads them the three Berachot word by word. Now, the Kohanim open up with the first word, Yevari Hecha. This is, you know, as if they're speaking to the, to the Tzibur. Over here, I would just say this is unique to Harambam. Very unique to Harambam. Our community is, um, I believe, one of, you know, the, maybe the, the, the Temanim as well. Um, you know, communities that still do this, where the Kohanim open up with the word Yivadecha. If you go to all other communities around the world, you'll see that the Hazan, the Shaliyah Tzibur, also reads the first word Yivadecha. Um, the Bet Yosef uh, actually quotes this Perusha uh, Mishnah in the in the Bet in, in the Bet Yosef. Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef Kara quotes in the Bet Yosef, and um, he mentions, you know, over there also he mentions the Kesef Mishnah and his Perusha Rambam that we see over here the uniqueness of Harambam, not that the Kohanim open up themselves with the word Yivad uh, The reasoning, uh, you know, people give is because as the Bet Yosef gives is because. There's no need for the Hazan to open up with the word Yevarechecha uh, because the issue is we don't want the Kwanim to, to make a mistake. But the first word, they're not going to come to um, make a mistake over there so they could open up with the, you know, open up themselves. And afterwards, after the word Yevarechecha, the, the, the Hazan is Makri, he reads one, each word for, um, for the Kwanim, the Kwanim responds. So if the Kwanim opens Yevarechecha, the Hazan says Hashem, the Kwanim says Hashem, V'yishmerecha, V'yishmerecha, and so on and so forth. Um, after each beracha, right, the nation, the people, the kahal over there, they would answer, Amen, right, to all three berachot, and they would go through all three berachot as such. Now, for the Mishnah, if someone is passing in front of the Teva, meaning the Shaliyah Tzibur, the Hazan, he's not allowed to answer after the Kwanim, Amen. After each one of these three berachot, he's not allowed to answer, Amen. Why? So we're worried he may forget which beracha he finished, right? So he can't go ahead and answer, Amen. Right, the, the, the Mishnah says because of what? Because of the teruf, Rambam explains that shikha, forgetfulness. He may forget which beracha he is up to. Now, if he's the only kohen in the room, lo yisad kapav. He's also he's still not allowed to do birkat kohanim. He can't raise his hands, right, to do birkat kohanim. Even if he's the only one in the room, he's not allowed to do birkat kohanim. Now, birkat kohanim is a mitzvah ased oraita. If you think about it, it's the only mitzvah ased deoraita that comes with praying with the minyan. Meaning, kriyat shema is a mitzvah ased deoraita, but even if a person is not praying minyan, he can perform it. 
Naktishach, Barechu, Kaddish, those come as, you know, mitzvot with praying with a minyan, but at the same time, they're mitzvot rabbanan. Birkat Kohanim is the only mitzvot aseh d'oraita that comes with praying with a minyan. And even so, if he's the only Kohen there, he's not allowed to be noset kapav, he can't do, he can't do Kohanim, but, but, if he knows, right? If he's if he's ragil, Rambam said, it's the norm for him, and he knows he can return back to continuing his tefillah, he's allowed. Right? So today we say a person has a sidur in front of him, a hazan. Uh, he knows how to return back to his tefillah. So even today you'll see if the kohen, if the hazan is the only kohen in the room, he will go ahead and say kohanim. He would be okir aglaim. He would um, take a couple of steps back in, in retzeh, right? So he's in position to say kohanim. He would say kohanim at the time, at the appropriate time for brikat kohanim, and then return to continuing saying the tefillah. I would just say that the last sentence in the Mishnah, if he knows that he can return back to uh, saying Kohanim, he's allowed to, that's going back on the last sentence of if he is the only Kohen of the room. Right? That's how Anabam explains it in the, in, his, in, his, in the Mishneh Torah. So he looked back over there, that's how he explains it over there. But if a person, what am I coming to, to exclude? If, if there are many Kohanim in the room, right? And he's the Hazan. Is he allowed to go ahead and say, I want to say Kohanim? I could return back to my tefillah. So the way Hanabam understands uh, this Mishnah, based on the way he wrote it down in the, in, the, in the Halakha, no, that Hazan, if there are other Kohanim in the room to say Kohanim, the Hazan is not allowed to go ahead and say Kohanim. Halakha is precisely like, like this Mishnah. A Hazan is not allowed to answer the, after the Kohanim. Amen. Um, and if he is the only Kohan in the room, uh, then he is allowed to say Brikat Kohanim. The last Mishnah in the Perek, which is next Mishnah, will speak about um, mistakes that one says, which may be a bad sign.